Genesis 1.16, something the pastor has been sharing with you guys, and it says that the Lord said, let us make man in our image. I want to, I want to create a foundation of where I'm going to bounce from. The Lord said, let us make man in our image and our likeness. Then the Lord gave them full, complete authority, and then the Lord blessed them. God created the spirit man the, in Genesis 1. In Genesis 2, 7, he said, then the Lord formed the man out of the, dirt of the ground, the body. Then it says that he breathed in the nostril the breath of life. What he did was he took the spirit man and put it in the physical man or the body. That's where the first male was created. Let me introduce you the man in the house. The man in the house. Because the spirit that God created in Genesis 1 is called the man. There's a, there's, there's a, a, a debate that goes on when we praise man and females. Get, well, what about us? That's also talking about you. Because the spirit person within you is called the man. The awesome one that who you are. The unperverted one. The one that is, gets connected with the Father, spirit to spirit. So the spirit person from within is called a man. Foundation. Second, uh, in Genesis 2, he creates the body. He puts the spirit into to the vessel and calls the body. Now we have the first Adam. We are made out of three components. And the Bible also says that Adam walked with Jesus throughout the cool of the day, and the Lord imparted upon him. You are made of three things. You are made out of spirit, which is the likeness of God, which I like to call the seed. You are made out of the body that, that gives you the legal operation to operate in the physical, physical realms, and the soul. And the soul is composed of your understanding, your wisdom, your life experiences. The three combined together creates the human being. Am I lost anybody here yet? Nothing that you guys haven't heard yet? You all have been heard this before? Like I said, the Bible says that Adam walked with God, and the Lord taught him, filling his soul with knowledge. One of the things that Adam used to do, his responsibility was to cultivate Eve, the, the, the place, and to name every animal. Imagine for a second, walking down with God and says, Lord, Lord, look what I discovered today. Monkey. No, no, no. Chimpanzee. Langatang, gorilla, lion, tiger, praise the Lord. He had the responsibility to name everything. And he, and he got experience and, 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 and knowledge from what he did and when he walked with the Lord, causing him to be confident in what he was doing. Today's notes day. I'm not throwing it over my head. And Adam responded to him to him. He says, man, Lord. I praise you because I am fearfully and awesomely made. He had the understanding of who he was. He had the understanding of what he was and how he was created. Adam was working in a oneness. He was united. He was united. There was unity in Adam. And the unity was the spirit man was in control, controlled over the soul, and control over the flesh. We all know what happened, right? What happened? Sin came into the world. Remember, I'm just building a foundation where you can follow me. Then, then the man fell, sin entered the world, and that what was, was in order became out of order. Man was not in control. Now the fight begins, causing us to be unable to produce. 
disorder. We were caused to operate in a certain way. So now the sin came in, now we were disordered. So I'm going to give you first the disorder, and then I'm going to give you the order, how we're supposed to operate. Here are some of the names of operating in disorder that we call self-low-esteem, that we call anger, that we call uh, no self-control, lack of confidence, feeling powerless, unpeacefulness, thinking highly of yourself, untrustworthy, fear, prideful. This is an unproductive sea or what I would call a cancer sea. Because if the sea is not producing that what has been called to produce, it was going to produce that what is not called to produce. And it's also always the opposite of what it is. But praise God. That's why in the body of Christ, if a, a believer is standing in the, in the midst like we are right now, and we're praising, and the sister comes out with, a, with, a, with a, a, an idea of, listen, let's go pray this Saturday, and we all say amen, and I walk away from her, and I'm in the corner, and now I'm talking with this group, and says, Cynthia, she thinks she is. She hasn't even got a tie on this house. She wants to call prayer. So let's pray for her. What's the problem? We're holy here. I'm operating under the the discretion of the names that I just gave you. Because if I was operating the way I'm supposed to, even though she doesn't have a title, which means nothing anyway, under the body of Christ, uh, praise the Lord, you want to pray? I'm with you. Why? Because we have the understanding of what prayer releases. But if we're not operating the way we were created to operate, then we get... When we don't have the confidence to flow. Because then we look at her and, we're, and, I, and immediately start looking at all her faults. Why if I could lift myself better? So but that's not how Christ called you to operate. I want to say, if anybody can give me a shout of how God gave you to operate. Anybody on this side here? Sunday school is open. What time? 9.45. Anybody on this side can give me a shout how the Bible says you're supposed to operate. Just one word. Am I operating in love here? So I'm operating opposite of what the Bible says I'm supposed to operate. Disorder. Operating in disorder. Now if I operate in order, I'm going to operate in love and accept even all her mistakes. You know why? Because I got a lot of mistakes myself. See, so no longer I look at her because... If I, because the Bible says in the measure I judge her, I got to use the same measure and judge myself. And then I'm going to find myself, oh, uh, I better not judge. Let me just embrace. Operating in order. Cynthia, I'm sorry. You don't mind if I use this example, right? Okay. Thank you for the permission. But as we all know the story of the grace of God, then man became alive again. John 3, 16, the Bible says that... Let's, uh, for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believes shall not perish but have ever life. Because of that, we have been, we just finished singing a song here. What was the song we just been singing? I have been redeemed. I have been redeemed. What does that word redeemed means? Being transformed or brought back to your original state. Brought back to your original state. Now, 
the spirit man was connected with his, with his maker. He's brought back immediately. The spirit man doesn't have to try to requalify himself to be a child of God. He is immediately brought back to being the son of the, of the Most High. We're automatically accepted. We're already magically putting him in high places. But, but, there's that word, but. But the soul and the, and the body are not. The fight is still on. In the beginning, when he created the spirit man, he commanded him and gave him all authority. And then he blessed them and, and, the blessed, and commanded them to be fruitful and multiply. Yeah. Then he created the body and put him in the body. And then he walked with him in the cool of the day and he imparted upon him wisdom and knowledge. What is the soul? The soul contains of your wisdom, your knowledge, your life experiences. So he began to impart him wisdom and knowledge. So now the man was operating in his order, uh, proper order. He began to produce that what God put upon him, within him. And he operated with love and with peace, with joy. But when sin came in, he destructed everything. And now there was a war. See, the soul and the body didn't want to submit to the spirit, man. They wanted to be it. That's why the apostle Paul says, there's two laws within me. That what I want to do, I don't do. And that what I don't want to do, I, f- I find myself doing. Come on, you guys never been there? That one I want to tell that person off, but I said, Lord, help me, help me. And I find myself, what the hell would you do? Then we all forget me, Lord. <laughs> but you know how that sister is. when She, can, she just stirs me up. She just gets under my skin. There's a, there's a battle within here. Because there's no unity within. And then, you know, we preach your pain. I said, brother, the word of God says that we have to be united. Let's be one in God. How can we be one if I'm not one? How can I agree with you when I don't even agree with myself? <laughs> I'm not operating or functioning the way I'm supposed to. So how am I supposed to connect with you guys and operate as one? It's impossible. It ain't going to happen. We're going to front it. But in the back of our hearts and the back of our minds, we're going to speak about each other. And as long as we operate that way, we'll never be who God called us to be. It doesn't have nothing to do with salvation. Because the soul man was already, I mean, the spirit man was already saved. He reconnected him, so he was redeemed. He's already, you're already going to heaven. It has nothing about you going to heaven. It has to do about living. John 10, 10 says that, Jesus says that I came back to give you life and life in abundance. We have the life. He came back. We've been redeemed. But what happened to the abundance? I didn't lose anybody yet, right? No. Fight is still on. The Bible calls it renewing the mind. Re-educating your soul, man. The Bible says in 3 John 2, don't bring it up, don't worry about it, because I'm going to paraphrase a lot of things. Uh, Beloved, I pray that you prosper as your soul prospers. Remember what your soul is. Your soul is contains of your understanding, of your knowledge, and your experience. Once your soul gets to be re-educated, renewed, it begins to operate on a new experience of life, and then goes back into order to operate and release that what God called it to do. I begin to the 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 the, the 
the motion is like it's not as much friction. There's a little oil been put in it. Holy Ghost. So so the movement is a little more smoother. But it's still a third party, which the flesh, because the flesh doesn't want to submit to the soul. Let me give you another sample of a, a, a believer, because we're out of the world. That's a whole other case there. They haven't even been connected yet. But I'm talking about the, the body who has called themselves to be connected. There's still the emotion. It's when I could be praising God and under the same breath, the sister. You know what I'm saying? Why? Because, remember, the soul is also combined with one more thing, your emotions. That's why you could be up here praising God in one minute and two seconds later, you could be down here, oh, the heck with this. I can't do it no more. Oh, I'm sorry. Can I say heck? Can I say that? I'm not losing anybody. I didn't offend anybody here, right? Okay, good, good, good. Because I just want to keep this as simple as and most real as I can. Because if, we, if, I, if I don't want to get deep, and all of a sudden you guys think, oh, that was you. What did he mean? I, I want you to leave here with the understanding. That way I want to awaken that soul man. Because once that soul man is awakened, he can take his position. Then the together, the spirit man and the soul man together, they command the flesh to, to be back in line. Amen. Not without a fight. Remember, the apostle Paul said there's two laws operating on him. That means one of them is fighting to take position. Who's they going to be? Is it, is it your spirit man who, who's crying out for God? Or is it going to be your flesh or your soul? But somebody's going to be in control. If no one comes up here and leads us here, somebody's going to come up here and lead. But we want to make sure it's the right person who's leading us and taking us in the right direction. That's why the Bible says that we should present our body as a living sacrifice. We should be praying. We should be fasting. Yeah, but you know, I'm not sure if I want to be there yet. Let me get Galatians 5, 16. No, the other Galatians. I say then, walk in the spirit, and you shall not fulfill the lust of the flesh. Walk in the spirit, and you shall not fulfill the lust of the flesh. For the flesh lusts against the, the, the spirit, and the spirit against the flesh. And they are constantly one against each other. They're constantly in battle with each other. I'm going to tell you what it's describing Give me a second. I'm sorry. Okay, here we go. 19. Now, the works of the flesh are evidence, which are adultery, uncleanliness, unloneliness, idolatry, slander, haters, jealousy. Didn't I just describe that before when I was describing with a sister wanted us to go pray and I didn't want to go pray because I was being jealous because I wanted to come out with the idea first, really, but she beat me to it. Who she thinks she is? You know who she is? My sister in Christ. But how dare her speak out of line? I'm the elder. See, if my emotions is not in place, if my soul is not submitted to my spirit, man, even though I'm saved, I'll still act like a fool. See, I can say that because I'm talking about me. 
and take me out of the way and put you in the sofa there and call yourself a fool too because you're acting the same way. We're giving the enemy grounds. And it has nothing to do with our salvation. We're saved. We sound, sealed, and delivered. You're going to heaven. But then Jesus Christ said that we were supposed to be victorious here, have a life of abundance here. He didn't say when we go to heaven. I don't need a house in heaven. I don't need riches in heaven. I don't need prosperity in heaven. The fact that we're in his presence in heaven, everything else is, doesn't matter. That is my prosperity. That is my home. That is my, my joy. To be in the midst of the almighty king, be able to praise in 724. Actually, there's no such thing as time, just eternity. But not God knowing how hard-headed we are. And it took years to get us where we are. When he become this bundled up in, in our sins and problems overnight, it took years. We took pride becoming sinful. It took a lot of studies how to do the wrong thing. It's Friday. I'm going to celebrate my freedom to do what I want to do. <laughs> I'm going to lust. I'm going to get drunk. I'm going to do this. I'm going to steal. I'm going to lie. We had many years of experience in operating a certain principle. And throughout the whole time, refusing to take responsibility for our action. Lord, the woman you gave me. God, the man you sent me. Lord, the job you got me. <laughs> we, could, we could come out with whole kinds of excuses. That's why in Acts 1, the Lord says, you know, I'm going I'm I'm to have to send you some help because, you know, I've got to eliminate the excuse for me. <laughs> but in Acts 1a, it says, but you shall receive power when the Holy Spirit comes upon you. It says, you'll be able to be empowered through your reunion with him. So in other words, there's no way I could do this on my own. I'm totally dependent on God to be fulfilled and to be victorious. If I try to do this in my strength, I don't care what kind of person you are. You can be the most... Listen, my older brother in the flesh. My older brother is one of the sweetest guys you can meet. Give your shirt off his back to help somebody. But he's going to hell. He's not serving the Lord. So it does not mean what kind of person you are on the outside, but what's in here. Is the spirit man been reconnected with his creator, with his master? If that has not been done... I don't care how good you are. I give millions to charity. I, 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 I go out of my way to help the homeless and the helpless. If I see somebody in the street, I'll give them my, my last sandwich. doesn't mean anything if Jesus Christ is not your Lord and Savior. So first I have to be reconnected to with my creator, with my master. Then with the guidance of the Holy Spirit, I'm able to overcome whatever situation that I put myself in. See, I can't even blame the devil because the devil didn't make me lie. The devil didn't make me cheat. You know, stop blaming that boy for everything. Deliverance doesn't come till we take acknowledge and, and, and the responsibility of, of blaming ourselves instead of blaming him. Once we start taking the, stop passing the bucket, like Adam did, Lord, the woman you sent me. Once we take our responsibility and say, Lord, I blew it. I lied. I cheated. I did what I shouldn't have done. I shouldn't have said that. Forgive me. And start taking stands and the responsibility. Watch how God comes in your behalf. See, because as long as I say, oh, Cynthia, it's her fault. She should never should have said that. Well, Lord says, I'm not ready to work with you yet. There's still a couple of more things you have to learn. 
Because Cynthia, she is not your enemy. She's also created in my image and my likeness. So when you get the understanding of that, you can stop pointing your finger at Cynthia and stop pointing your finger at yourself. But again, none of that happens to this unity. So now we got the soul aligned with the spirit man. So the soul man, I mean, the, yeah, the, I'm sorry. The spirit man is connected to God through the blood of Jesus. The soul is being reconnected. Uh, yes, the soul is being reconnected. Your emotions, your intellect, your experience is being reconnected as you imparting your soul onto the guidance of the Holy Spirit. But then still leaves the last part, the flesh. In aching, I'm a, I'm, I, I'm a baker. I, well, I used to be a baker. If every ingredient, baking is not like cooking. Cooking you can get away with. The more salt and get away with no problem. Add more water, stir it back in, throw it in the water. You know, there's no problem because baking is not. The ingredients have to be perfect. Baking is mathematics. And if the numbers are not correct, it looks beautiful in the oven, and when you pull it out, <laughs> it falls. No magic. You must know you must add the mathematics correctly. And it has, and one egg cannot be missing. One portion of the greening cannot be missing, or the product will not be what it's supposed to be. So my spirit man and my soul man are connected, but if my flesh is not connected, then I'm still not operating the way I'm supposed to be operating. Because I could be in the house of the Lord, and it's easy when Natalie's up there with her worship team, and they're hitting the notes, and they're praising God. We're like, yeah! And then the pastor comes and brings a word, and we're like, oh, yes, I can do it. And you walk out the door, and So Holy Spirit, help me and guide me. Holy Spirit, take each day as I wake up in the morning. Teach me what I should be doing. <laughs> it's like, I don't know. <laughs> Here comes a girl I shouldn't look at. <laughs> Here goes a sister I hate. Let me go out of my way and say, I love you. We did one season where we went on 116th Street. We blocked the whole area. There was an empty lot, a four-block uh, rating. And we, we rented it out for a week. I myself end up sleeping three nights there. And, and it was exhausting, but we had such an awesome blast. Seven days uh, of praising God. Different speakers come in. Remember that, Natalie? It was awesome. For a season while we're there, and after we left, crying dropped because of the name of Jesus was bouncing. And, and, and the way it was illustrated, the way it was, we were speaking, and it was bouncing off the buildings, and it was going for blocks. The word of God was being heard everywhere and everything just came to a calm and people listened and received. Seven days of pouring out. It was awesome. It was exhausting. One night that I slept over, one of the sisters walking over me and I'm, I'm like, I said, sister, do me a favor. Can you call your husband and uh, help me to help me? She snapped at me. She went off on me. Who do you think you are? He's been working hard. And I went, I walked away. Went home, started crying, said, Lord, what's up? So I started praying. Next morning, came back in, gathered the team together. See, the Lord's going to cause you to do things that you think you can't do, but he said, yeah, I think you can do it because trust me. Called the team back in together. Fellas, before we go out on the field, let's pray. Let me share something with you. We're doing an awesome job. And the fact that we're being so united and doing an awesome job, the enemy is mad at us, so you know he's going to throw at you everything. 
In the beginning, we were working with no problems. After two or three days, yo, man, stop bumping on to me. Because we're frustrated. We're tired. You know, we want to take the day off. But God says, no, I got seven days more to pour out. So I told him, let's remember the, the, the focus of why we're here. Let's begin to pray. And we prayed. And we cried out. And I was on the floor banging. Oh, yeah, Jesus. And they sent everybody to the post. And I'm getting off the floor. Who comes in? The sister. You know what the Lord told me to do? Go over and apologize to her. That's the Lord. She insulted me. Go and apologize. Come on. See, you have to be obedient. It ain't going to work. And it has to be when he tells you to do it, not three weeks later. Or right. well, the, the Lord told me three weeks ago to tell you that I'm sorry, but I'm sorry. It's not the same thing. You got to do what the Lord tells you to do it. So I went and I did it. And I'm, you know, sister, can I talk to you? I just want to apologize. because That's right. That's right, because you were in the flesh. You were in the flesh. And I'm going, okay. Walked away. I said, Lord, I don't know what you're doing, but hope you open to it. <laughs> that following week, we were in church. And I was standing over here on 160th Street, and the pastor's preaching. And I'm, you know, I'm just crying out. I'm just standing there. And the pastor's preaching, and he's one of those fires, and he goes, the Lord told me to tell you that you were here and you just weren't here. And the Bible says, <laughs> that's all I know. All I know is in the spirit realm, I was here and I just went off. Because I was obedient. I went against every principle of my intellect to, to, who, who I had the right to tell her, you, 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 you. I said, forgive me. And then have her lashed up on me. See, in the flesh, you want to slap her. My emotion wanted to hang her. <laughs> but my spirit man who's led by the Holy Spirit says, Stay. See, since the spirit man was still in control, he, he was able to tell the soul to shut up and the flesh to sit. Right. And I walked away. Yeah. And now some of you might have been visiting me in a hot in jail somewhere because I would have to knock her and then her husband, of course, he's got to come in. I got to knock him. So then it might be a chain reaction. That's a joke. <laughs> We've been operating in the disorder for so long that it becomes almost normal. It's normal to tell somebody. Yours too, buddy. <laughs> it's normal. <laughs> Jesus, he's got a nerve. <laughs> it, is, it is so normal. Our integrity with God. <laughs> you know, I can't tell in the body of Christ who's saved, who's not. I'm not talking about the world because I know. But I'm talking about in the body of Christ. I can't tell who's submitted to Jesus, who's not. Because we can front it. We can pass out, throw us on the floor and sing and, ah, Jesus. And the next time, excuse me, buddy. But thank God he could. Because he's not interested in the other. He's going straight in. I remember we were painting the church on 116th Street. And the pastor came out with some colors. Everybody looked at each other. 
I thought, what are we going to do? I said to myself in my mind, I said, what well, you put me on the spot? <laughs> what do you think we're going to do? We're going to paint. I opened the can. I went. <laughs> and we were like, man, rumor, uh, not rumor, murmuring was in the land. <laughs> but when we finished, when the last stroke was getting, we were like, oh. everybody was like, oh, oh, son. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> look what we did. But in the beginning, it was all complaint. We may not understand the direction the pastor's taking us, but we weren't given the responsibility to, get, to drive the boat. We were given the, resp- the responsibility to follow him and support him. So if we begin to shut up and stop the memory and put your soul in check and put your flesh in check and submit back to the spirit man that's being led by the Holy Spirit, you watch signs and wonders come out of here. You watch signs and wonders come out of your job. Because you don't need to be in the body of here praising God. Wherever you go, God is with you. Let me tell you one thing about Calvary Christian Fellowship. It's not the church. Calvary Christian Fellowship is just one of the cells of the body of Christ. You know what is the composing of the body of Christ? The bride? It's the saints from the past. The saints from the present. And the saints from the future. Combined together that makes one bride. Because God is not coming for many brides. He's coming for one. And the body and the bride is being formed. Now it's up to you, I say. Do you want to be part of it? And of course, it's natural, especially in the garden. We're going to say, yeah. But when you're alone, stealing, when you're alone, cursing, when you're alone, what are you? What is good, man? I live in Yonkers. But we had that water main bus, no water for three days. Learned to appreciate this. And the things that we get so spoiled and comfort, go to the faucet. No water. It was terrible. Yeah, it was so, but I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. Unity. A seed has a command in it to produce after its own kind. A seed has a command in it to produce after its own kind. An apple seed gets planted, apple trees get risen, and the fruits of that tree are... Because the command in it is to produce after its own kind. The spirit man which I call the seed, when God planted on this earth, he gave it a command in Genesis 1.16. When he gave it a command, he said, be fruitful and multiply. He gave that seed a command to produce. What was he supposed to produce? Huh? Everything. Huh? Everything. Huh? Everything. That's your saying. Huh? What do you say? You say every G2? What do you say? An apple seed produces an apple. When the farmer goes and plucks that apple, nice and shiny, touches it, checks it out, bites it. Nice and crunchy and juicy, running down, it it brings pleasure to the farmer. When the seed, soul man, produces his fruit, it should bring pleasure to his farmer. 
You still haven't told me what the fruit is. <laughs> and it's pro, one, with many names. This fruit describes the characteristics of Jesus Christ. You're supposed to be producing Jesus Christ within you. The seed that you're coming from was the seed of the Almighty Himself. See, everything else He spoke into the sisters, but when He went to speak about you, He pulled it out of His bosom and says, Man, my image, my authority, come back to me. Well, I'm supposed to come back to Him. Him. Galatians 5, Sunday school. 522 to 24. The fruit of the Spirit. And the seeds that it's supposed to produce. Faithfulness. Here it is. Here it is. Here it is. Self control. Love. Joy, peace, <laughs> kindness, gentleness, faithfulness. The Bible says, such of these, there is no law against it. How can it? Because it's producing what God is. I just described who your master is, who your creator is. You're supposed to be producing this. And as you operate in unity from yourself, you begin to release who God says he is in you. Now, how many here makes decisions disorder? When under frustration and pressure, one of the greatest mistakes you can make. Because when you're under pressure, when you're under frustration, to make a decision, you'll always make the wrong decision between pressure. You should step back, compose yourself, separate yourself from everything, get peace again, and then you'll be able to make a rational decision of what needs to be done. When the believer is not operating in his peace, he cannot function. And as long as the enemy can keep you out of your peace, he can keep you from preaching the word. Because why do I want to preach to you when I'm mad at it? So if I control the anger and the self-pityness, I can release within the joy of the Holy Ghost because I know what he's done for me. And if he's done it for me, he can do it for you, do you, you and you. Because he loves you just as much. Then we'll be able to release who we are. Then wherever we go, there's unity. Then you really unity can feel. Because now I look at Cynthia again. I'm united. My flesh is submitted to my spirit man. My soul is submitted to my spirit man, whose both are connected to the guidance of the Holy Spirit. So now I don't look at Cynthia, who might be even more educated than me and stuff. It's no longer a threat, but I can say, praise the Lord, because much is given, much is required. Now I can celebrate her, her, her strength and not look at it as a, a threat to me. Now I can look at any of you and say, why do you want to? Listen, man. There was two young men in his house. They came up to me. And they had a dream. They had a vision. They went to several people and they knocked them down. They came to me and they shared a vision to me. And I went, hmm, this could be big. This is this done right. It could explode greater than they imagined. I went, go for it. They weren't ready for that. They didn't expect me to agree with them. They didn't expect me to give them the permission. But I saw the passion in their hearts. I understood what they wanted. 
And it wasn't a selfish thing. It was to bring glory on to God. How could be anything wrong with that? The goal is to bring glory to God. Those two men later on called me to the side. A week later, they said, we didn't know what to do. We didn't think you were going to say yes. We're going on our fourth year of Battle of the Ages. Those two young men were Nate and little Julio. Awesome men and women of God. Whoops, over the men. Sorry. <laughs> women of your wives. And Julio, I'm speaking to Julio, where are you? I'm speaking to your future. <laughs> because I didn't get threatened. Or, or I didn't get threatened. Oh, they came out with a good idea. Let me steal it from them. Okay, yes, you can do it, but under me. So you got to make sure, oh, I'm the elder. I'm presenting these guys. That's, that's, so, that's, no, that's no confidence of who I am in God and no confidence that God can also do that to them. But once I release it, yes, Jesus, you didn't give me all the answers. You didn't give me all the ability. You gave it to your bride. And all of us combined together are part of the bride. That's going to be all the pastors and, and ministers and elders coming out of the house because there's a world that needs to be reached. So don't look to the left of what he said or what she said or what they said. Look forward onto the Father. As you get in your vehicle of life and remove the side mirrors and back mirrors. That what behind me, I'm not interested in me. I'm interested in. And that what I'm passing, I ain't got no time for because I'm passing foolishness and nonsense and I'm staying focused to my goal. And the goal is for you to realign the soul, body, soul, and spirit with your master, with your creator. Well, I'm not sure how I'm supposed to act. Read Galatians. Well, if I'm lacking in one of you, spend more time in fasting and praying. Yeah, but I've been praying and fasting. Well, you might be praying and fasting with the wrong ideas. Get into the word. It'll teach you how to pray and fast. Well, how, how do I do what I do? You stand up in faith like my brother did. Went up there, unable to walk in the flesh, but in his spirit. He was like, let me tell you, the word says, let me tell you, we got to give offering. You didn't see that? You had to open your spirit, all right, to see the anointed man. I didn't call Julio just because I want uh, let me put Julio in the spot. No, I saw it. So as I called him, I said, yeah, this is the man who's going to do it. Amen. Can I share the conversation? Hallelujah. How you doing, Julio? I'm just calling to say, how you doing today, my brother? Everything good. Everything good. Need a favor from you. Whatever you need. Need you to bring the word for the offering. Although, I can't speak. What are you doing now? He says, I'm speaking. Go for it. I called him too later. I called him and said, Julio, I just want to let you know. I put you in the spot for a reason. Because the fact that you walk up there, you're going to bless the people already, even before you open your mouth. Because you're not allowing what the enemy says you can't do, and you're standing on what God says you can easy to say I can't because you look at the physical but we need to close our eyes sometime and open our eyes sometime and see what God says you can
so self-control, love, peace, patience. We need these. Besides, it says it speaks on the character of God because this is the same thing that he practices on us. Self-control. Smack us down when we need it. He says, the love that I have for you. The days that we turn around and repent, he goes, the joy that you bring me and the peace when I see you doing my father's work. He didn't put there because they sound good. He put them there because that's who he is and that's who you are in him. And John, I think I wrote the verse down. I might have forgotten. In the book of John, it says that this is how you glorify my Father, that you may produce much fruit. Amen. See, because you can't operate in love if you're not operating with the joy. You can't operate with joy if you don't have patience. And you can't have patience if you're not in peace. And you can't have none of that if you don't have self-control. You've got to have them all together. See, there's not fruits. It's a fruit. Discretion of who Jesus Christ is, who you are, who he created you to be. Because he pulled them out of him and gave them to you. And our responsibility as a seed needs to be planted in the soil that needs to be cultivated by the sun and the water. The same soul, spirit man, the seed needs to be planted by the, on the word of the God in the presence who, who needs to be cultivated by the S-O-N, the sun, and needs to be watered by the water, which is one of the symbols of the Holy Spirit. Combine these together. Victorious, overcomers, child of God, blessers, not givers, not takers. Who am I talking about? Talk about you. Talk about you. Talking about you. Not what your bank account says who you are. Not what your spouse sometimes gets mad and says who you are. Not what your neighbors say who you are. Not how you blow it sometimes and what your boss say you are and the co-workers say you are. I'm telling you what the word of God says who you are. Awesome. Fearfully made the image of the all I am. So once you get, take position, and remember, he says he gave him complete authority. Sometimes you just got to tell your soul to shut up. Sometimes you got to tell your flesh here and no further. Because the authority was given to the spirit man. And if the spirit man does not take his authority, the other two will. And you got to look crazy to the world sometimes. I was walking down 42nd Street one time. I was going to pick up. I was going to the Christian pub over there. And this guy trying to trip me. <laughs> What's my natural reaction? The guy looked at me like I was crazy because my fist was already there. And I literally said, no. The guy looked at me. <laughs> I told my flesh, no. Stay still. Then I went, let me tell you about something about Jesus. We walked to the corner together. We shook hands. But my flesh wanted to knock the heck out of him. My emotions, boy, who the heck do you think you're pushing? I'm a New Yorker. I had to take self-control there. You know, and in my right, according to the world, I could have knocked his head off and walked away. And, said, and then I go home and say, Jesus says, yeah, next week go back and preach to him. <clears throat> Just lost the soul for Christ. He can't send me. He's got to send somebody else. Unless I'm willing to swallow even more and go to him. I'm the guy that beat you. Can you forgive me? 
I'm the one that beat you. Can you forgive me? That goes against pride. Oh, behold, let me tell you something. Pride is not one of your components. Pride rises before the fall. This is what caused Lucifer to become Satan. Which one? Oh, John 15, 8. You got it. And that's one of the much fruit if you want to glorify God. So are you getting any understanding here today? I know it's not a... It's not a hopping, hooling message like I did last time. But it's a hopefully to be awakening message. You need to take responsibility who you are in Christ. Bottom line. I was talking to my, one of my daughters who was uh, scolding her grand, uh, my granddaughter. And, and then we, went, we were going out for eat dinner actually last night. And uh, my wife got out of the car. My granddaughter got in the car and I told my daughter to sit. What the hell? Sit. Close the door. I said, Mom, let's be in the restaurant. Baby, how you doing? She said, what's up? She said, I don't like the way you're talking to my granddaughter. So then she pissed me off. She's eight. You're 20-something. You're supposed to be imparting on her. Are you understanding that what you're imparting her right now is one day going to come back at you? Once she tells you, what are you going to tell her? Because that's what you taught her. I didn't teach you that. I don't receive that. Me and mom spoke word over you. Me and mom laid hands on you. I whooped you when I saw you get out of line. Get back in line. That's what I need you to see. Me see you do to your daughter. Because the Bible says to teach them as a child. When they grow, they will not. So do you have a responsibility? Yeah, but she gets me upset. Who's the mother? Who's the child? This morning, my granddaughter, her mother called her. Genesis, come here. She goes, wait. Excuse me? You don't say wait. Say, you say, I'll be right there, mom. You go, yes, God. Got to teach each other. But at the same time, with that same authority, with that same seal, here, no further. Won't go for the second cupcake. Yes, he looked a good passing by, but I have a wife who's awesome and fearfully. I said, Adam, and when you started prophesying of your wife, bone of my bone, flesh of my flesh, I call you woman. I got one. I don't need to look at all the other ones out here. I have a job. <laughs> yeah, your job makes more than me, but this is what God gave me. You know what I'm going to be? The best I can be right here. Everybody knows Pastor Mark. Who's Bishop Martin now? He was a bus driver. Where he was driving at, uh, there was a little chaos going on. Nobody was working. So one of the top officers, little shrink, chubby, bald-headed old man, was riding the bus. He became one of the regular passengers. Nobody knew who the heck he was. He waited for a while before anybody decided to come out and give him a hand. They were hiding. They were doing whatever. Pastor Ma would come running. Can I help you, sir? This and that. And the old man for days. One day he says, let me tell you who I am. You, you, you. You're fired. Ma, yes, you're in charge. Suddenly, no, it was planting. He was being who he's supposed to be. So when the Lord says, it's time for your promotion, I don't need to look. Yes, my faithful brother. That's the one who I'm going to put in position. 
So I'm, what am I saying? You're always going to see people do what they're not supposed to do. But the Bible says that we're not supposed to be imitators of the world. We're supposed to be originals of the Lord. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. A, a prayer request for me. I'm being placed to be the next manager of my building. I'm saying, yeah. <laughs> so even my thinking started changing. Even the way I goof around with some of the tenants changed. Because I know what they're looking for. See, because they don't look at my heart and my experience. They have to see a certain educational image to be even looked at. Which educational image is great. The education is great. But if there's no character behind that educational image, it's all baba. <laughs> okay? So I don't have that great educational image, but there's no baba here. <laughs> so they're looking at me differently. But let me say another one before that one. Before this, the gentleman who was there before badmouthed me so bad that they warned my boss on me. Be careful with Ross. He's one you got to look out for. After several months with him, he sat me down and said, come here, let me show you something. This is what they wrote about you. I was, he goes to me, I don't see it. I don't know what they're talking about. I didn't tell him. He, Cynthia, made it, went out of his business, out of his way, and began to produce a different image about me. Oh, no, why don't you sell Ross? Oh, no, Ross, he, he can do this, he can do this, he can do this. Oh, he's good. He's my right-hand man. Now they begin to, they say, well, we never saw him that way. Because I've been stood faithful, even though the slander came, and I had the legal right to go, uh, in chat. I said, Lord, you're in control. I'm going to stay quiet. I'm just going to serve. If, if I'm a porter, I'm going to be the best porter this building ever had. But this porter is just about to become their boss. So I described who we are and how God created us. I described what the Word says we are supposed to operate and how He expects us to uh, produce and respond. I showed you what happens when we, uh, with no fault of us because of what Adam did, uh, we, not, we were operating under the curse and not the grace. We were operating out of disorder and not in order because of what Adam did. But because of what Jesus did, the excuse is over. Because what Jesus said, he, I'm able to be transformed back or be redeemed back into the into foe who he says I am. I don't have to try to requalify myself as a child of God because what the blood did for me instantly transformed me from darkness into light. Now I am sound, sealed, and delivered. I'm a child of the Almighty King. But even within that childness of, of the King, there's a responsibility that I must take. I must come with the authority that he's given me to command that would to be back in order that he's that was taken out of order because of the fall of man. So I have to get a little tongue tied there. So now I gotta walk around with certain feelings walk that rises with me. I gotta act on the authority with the help of the Holy Spirit. Say, no. Oh, but you know, if I do it. 
He's going to forgive me anyway. <laughs> Lie to yourself. Because the deeper you make that hole, that ditch, the ditch, the harder it's going to be for you to climb out. And it gets to the point till you finally say, what's the use? My brothers and sisters, don't fall into the lies of the enemy. What's happening in the world, we understand it because they're separated from Christ. But what's happening out there should not be sneaking in here. The stench of sin or, or un, uh, of, of your integrity should not be in the house of the Lord. Because who you call yourself to be, there is a responsibility in you to take it to the next level. Because the son paid the price. It wasn't a cheap price. He gave his all for you. He shed the blood. of He died an innocent death for you and me. He, he, he shouldn't have died. But he did to bring us back into fold. Now it's our responsibility to take what he's done for me and become all that Jesus Christ called me to be. That's why I died to myself already when it comes to the part of, of people more educated than me and, and, and be able to speak a little more fluent than me. And be able to, I said, man, go for it. It don't bother me. It doesn't bother me. Because if he takes over or she takes over and takes the church into another level, I'm blessed because I'm going on that ride. I'm getting my piece of pie yeah. <laughs> with you, without you, but I'm getting it. Yeah. 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 So I challenge you guys today. And you know what? You don't have to go into a very deep meditation of where you're missing it. You know where you're missing it. You know where you're lying at. You know where you're cheating at. You know where you have compromised at. You know. And if you don't know, then you need deliverance. Because if you are into the level that you could believe your own lie, you're in worse position than you think. The next thing will be to swap your salvation from you. Because he'll convince you that I can do what I want and he forgives me. I can steal and ask for forgiveness. He forgive me. I can murder and I, God forgive me and I'm forgiven. I can lie, steal and chill and do whatever I feel when my flesh feels the desires of the lust of my flesh. You know what? He's going to forgive me. You know, one day, one day you'll be caught in the, in the sin and the man could have a chance to say, Lord, forgive me. Snuff time. Or 20 or 30 years, he might give you some grace. Check out this grace. He might give you grace to live long enough to see another man rise up and fulfill that what you're supposed to be fulfilling. That hurts. That should have been me, Cynthia. I should have been obedient. I could have done for the Lord. That is the worst feeling you could ever have. Most of those people in that level end up killing themselves because they believe the lie of the enemy. Hey, you blow it now. You might as well kill yourself. And you're already down, so don't take much for him to kick you to kill yourself. Salvation going. But the devil is a liar. Hallelujah. Amen. He comes to steal, kill, and destroy. Yeah. Jesus Christ came to give you life and life in abundance. Whose report do you want? Who, who? Yeah. The Lord. You have the authority to overcome any situation that comes upon you. And I'm going to tell you one more thing. That once you get the total unity in here, and then we can operate in unity out here, there is no lack. Because in unity, there is no lack. Amen, amen. There's an over 
flow of everything in the unity. Amen. 50, 70, 10, 100, 95. <laughs> By himself, he can't do much. But when we're united, we got enough money to go buy a building now. Yeah. Yeah. Uneducated, overeducated, getting there, put it together. We got wisdom and knowledge. Yeah. We need men to move up. 15, 20, 30 men come. We can knock a building down and rebuild it. See, in unity, there is no lack of strength, no lack of finances, no lack of education. There's no lack of the grace of God. That's why one says a thousand and two says ten thousand. A room full of this, we can set cabellions going because a greater is he that's in us than is in the world. There is no lack of unity. Unity is the source that drives us to the next level. That's why, who knows that better than you and me, the enemy. That's why he wants us to be in disorder. To have strife against each other. If I can have the right side of the church against the left side of the church, there will be no unity. They'll never meet in the middle and the anointing of the Holy One can't flow. And you know who suffers? The world, because they're coming in and they're going, Ooh, it smells here. I don't smell unity. I don't smell peace, love, and strife. Oh, brother, I want you to join my group. Can't be part of that group. Oh, yeah. You're just in that man's confusion. It was better in the world. People. We are the salt of the world. We are the salt of the world. Let's bring them in. United from within. Because there's nothing that we cannot do when we stand together. Nothing. The Lord knows that. It's in this command that he had created. That's when uh, uh, Babylon, 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 if I'm saying it right. The, 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 yeah, that one too. Oh, did I tell you one of my things? I'm a clown. <laughs> I love making people laugh. Uh, one of the callings upon me is an assault. One who motivates a person to achieve greater. And one can only get to that level when he understands he wasn't the one called to do everything. So I understand that. So I'm expecting you to surpass me. Let me tell you something about surpassing me. When I was a baker, one of the guys that I trained challenged me, saying he was better than me. He brought division within the staff. And one guy said, yeah, 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 there's certain things that Ross kept. He said, no, I told him everything. I told him everything. And so I'm better than you. So everybody was, yeah, it's what was going to happen. You know what my response to him was? Thank you. Anyway, I said, brother, any good teacher desires to see his student surpass him. All that means that you, that I did a good job. Thank you. Boy, when, <laughs> but if at that moment, if I was not united, I said, man, get out of my face. You know what? You want to keep your job? You would shut up. Because I was the boss. I hired and fired. You're barking up the wrong tree here, buddy. I'll send you to wash dishes. But I was at peace with myself. I just looked and I smiled. I went, thank you. Blew him away. Blew him away. Blew him away. And you know what? The enemy attacks to knock you down, but God says, let him attack you, son, because as you continue to grow, 
then I can take you to a new level. And if I can take you to a new level, if you affect one or two here, and then the next level, you're going to affect 15, 20. And the next level, you'll be speaking to thousands because I got your back. Because you got the understanding that the anointing that's flowing for you is not because you're all that or that ed- educated. It's because you're standing on the hope of the blood of Jesus Christ and righteousness. Then there is nothing, nothing, nothing that I cannot fulfill. Because first place, I'm standing on your word, on your promises, on your authority, fulfilling your desire. So you know what? I can't fail because you're backing this up. And you don't need to back it up. It's your desire. So I'm just standing here and saying, have your way. You're in a setup fight. Your fight is a setup. I'm going against Muhammad Ali. Float like a butterfly and sting like a big guy. Hit me. I can't go down. And if I go down, I'm getting up. Why? Because the power of the Holy Spirit is going to get me back up. You're going to swing and the Holy Spirit is going to say, not here. And I'm standing there. He whoa, what's wrong with this guy? He's in the midst of hell. How can you be in so much peace? Because my emotions are surrounded by the guidance of the Holy Spirit. My hope is not built on what the world says, but what you say. So Muhammad Ali has no sin. I can, put, I can take Muhammad Ali, Joe Frazier, and all the others in the same day. Why? Because I'm not fighting them. God is. That's why little David looked at Goliath. He said, what? Today, my God, see, my God gave the glory to where it belongs to. My God is going to deliver your head in my hand Today. Understanding who he is. Understanding that I'm not coming in my strength. Nine foot, three feet. No match. But with the Holy Ghost, I became 12. And now I'm speaking, standing here in front of you with the emotion and the excitement that I want you to receive. Because I'm not speaking to mere mortals. I'm talking to, oh man, I'm talking to the image of the Almighty King himself. Awesome, fearfully made in the image of God. There is so much power, so much of potential in each and every one of you. If you were guys to just stand and tell your emotions to shut up and stand on the word of God, you will blow yourself away of the things you'll be able to achieve. And then when you take it a step further, you grab onto your brother. Because one, a thousand, two, ten thousand, you begin to take neighborhoods for Jesus. And then when two and three or four together, the nations begin to bow back to your master. Honey, how am I doing on time? Keep going. Babylon. Oh, man. I was just getting started. Okay. Being a... Talk about a new place. I want to do New Year's service this year in the new, new building. I don't care if we've done any work yet. I want the first service, New Year's service in the new house. Is that okay, Dad? He said, okay. <laughs> Let me dismiss you guys. I hope I stirred you guys up. I, I hope I woke in the spirit man that has been connected to the Holy Spirit to go into the next level. <laughs> it's one thing to be saved, and it's another thing to be victorious. <laughs> but you combine together the saved and the victorious together, then there's overflowing of unpotential overflowing unpotentials. You know what's an unpotential? Something that you haven't achieved yet. <laughs> there is no real limit of what you can accomplish with God. Oh, but you don't understand. I'm talking about me personally, okay? That way nobody gets offended. I couldn't read or write. 
people will put me down because my speech wasn't, wasn't all there. But I'm reading and writing and speaking. I'm over there motivating those who are greater, more educated than me in the, in the world. And I'm motivating them. Because God takes that what the world calls stupid, brings it into the face of those that call... And if you already started in a different level than me, then I'm expecting you to take it over the ceiling. Because you know, when I was a kid, I I, I struggled with the fact that I couldn't read and write. I wanted it so badly to learn. You don't understand. I would grab a book and stare at it so hard, Brandon, that the paper will literally turn bright. All the letters would disappear. I was like. I believed that God gave me the desire to learn, but not the ability to learn. What a life from hell. So I got into the Word. You know what the Word tells me? The Word tells me that He gave me the mind of Christ. I said, I said you see me? I was like a little kid opening up a, a toy. And I... Oh, took me to Toys R Us. I'm sorry, Crystal, give me a second. Uh, Toys R Us. I'm so excited. I can do what? I don't have just a mind. I have the mind of, of, of Adam. You know what? I mean the mind of Christ. Adam was a genius. Adam named every animal. Father, tiger, lion, and bear. No, no, no. Bear, tiger, orangutan, monkey, gorilla, skunk. Lord, come, come. Lord, come, come. Let me show you. Lord, Lord. Giraffe, elephant, Lord, Lord. And remember every name that thousands of animals are. Ants, birds, how many different birds. He was an excellent, a, a, a genius. But the Bible says he didn't give me his mind. He says, I gave you the mind of Christ. <laughs> I went with him. That mind created this mind. <laughs> if I have that mind, they created that mind. Lord, I praise you. But surely I am awesome and fearfully made. There's got to be something because I'm being attacked from left to right. And I said, Lord, why are they attacking me? Because I'm going to use you, son. That what you are the cornerstone that's been rejected. I'm going to use you who's this called non-educated, unworthy, to show those that call themselves educated and worthy. know what the enemy's been lying you about. I don't know what you've been operating in, but I'm telling you that if you take all the foolishness to the side and stand on his word, stand on his promise, you're already victorious. Because who you are in Christ. That means go back and make a list for yourself. Be real with yourself. Where am I blowing you? Am I in a relationship where I should be? Let me clarify what I mean by relationship. Not is, is this the right man or is this the right woman. It's my intimacy with that man and woman right with you right now. Am I crossing borderlines that I shouldn't? Praising you and kissing hugs is where I shouldn't. Put yourself in check. Am I going to the job that is, that is going to be my destiny? Or am I in this job becoming a curse instead of a blessing? Am I going in late because I don't care, hiding when I should be working, stealing times and pennies and dimes and nickels, or should I be giving them to a hurts because who I'm serving is the awesome I am? Hallelujah. 
I don't need to point to you where you're lacking. You know where you're lacking. And I cannot believe that any believer, the almighty king, who says they're operating in their calling, who says uh, uh, they're exercising their prayer life. No, 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 I'm in the word. No, I'm studying. I've got a calling and I'm doing this. And still doing what he shouldn't be. And something in here ain't going, boy, what are you doing? The Holy Spirit is not banging you. Son, you're, you're griefing me. Daughter, where are you going? I cannot believe that you have the relationship with the awesome I am. And still curse out of your mouth. I don't mean saying wrong thing. I mean cursing. I mean stealing and lying. Outright. Outright. So I cannot believe that. That if you're having that type of relationship, then I do believe that you're sincerely in your cry to God. But since you've been caught in a lie and your emotions has been all over the place because your soul has not been realigned and your flesh is running from here to there doing what it will because it has not been brought into line, that I can believe. But I'm here to notify you that you have the authority to command it back into place. Get in place. It doesn't happen overnight because you didn't get there overnight. He's going to fight you. He's going to war with you. He's even going to say, who do you think you are? I know who I am. Wait a minute. I'm going to be arguing with myself. Yeah. You're going to be commanding your soul to realign. You're going to be commanding. Listen, the apostle Paul said that sometimes he will command his soul to praise the Lord. And I was like, I remember one day coming on a Sunday service. So Pressing and angry that I walked into the door and everybody looked at me. Oh, never saw me like that. And I sat in the corner, didn't want to be bothered, didn't even want to be here. The last thing I wanted to do is worship God. And that the word kept coming to Paul command, Paul command. And I said, Lord, I command you in the name of Jesus to worship the Lord. Soul, I command you. Nothing happened. So I took it to the next level. I began to cry, and I began to weep. Then I began to worship, and then all of a sudden, it was like a, a load was just. Whew. And I was like, <laughs> then I got mad at myself. What took you so long? Praise you, my God! I glorify you. See, he is to hold you down because he doesn't want you to praise him. Why? Because he knows that praises and heavens. He inhabits the praises of the people. The ideal environment where you were created to blossom. Once you're in that environment, there's nothing you cannot do. Because you're operating in the anointing of the almighty king himself.